Welcome to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. There is great power in the number three. It is not only the number our brains remember most, but it is also the triad as it it contains a beginning, a middle, and an end. It represents wholeness. And what better way to absorb information than from the power of three coaches? We created the show with the intention of assisting you in awakening your intuition and inner coach and to help you live your best life. This is where we have real conversations and share our own personal experiences along the way. At the close of the show, we'll also offer up our own personal coaching techniques related to the topic as well. Today's topic is acceptance. With acceptance, we're either accepting this present moment, and more importantly, our current life situation, or we're not. Real acceptance isn't just making do with whatever presents itself. It's about consciously dropping all forms of resistance to whatever comes forward in the present moment and choosing to make the most of it. Acceptance isn't about liking or approving of everything either. It's about letting life flow and unfold without getting in the way. It's about being receptive rather than exerting resistance to whatever comes forward. Instead of focusing on the past or the future or wanting things to be different than they are, we open up to what's true in this moment. This absence of resistance allows us to engage in reality in such a way that we can learn from it while strengthening our ability to function in this world. For many of us, our first impulse is to resist the things we don't like. Acceptance requires overriding this impulse and choosing to breathe into and through the experience and trusting that it has value for us. The truth of the matter is that resistance prolongs the negative experience, and acceptance allows for the possibility of changing our experiences by changing our perceptions and attitudes. So stay tuned for this episode of the Conscious Coaching Hour, where we'll be discussing acceptance, what it means to us, the challenges we face with it, and how it shaped our lives. And remember, if you'd like coaching advice, feel free to message us on Facebook at Love From The Hip. That's H-Y-P. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries. 
without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at asteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I am intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. On today's show, we're discussing acceptance. If you have a question or need advice or simply want to share your experience, you can message us directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey. So I'm curious, what does acceptance mean to you? Mm. He's looking at you, Brenda. I, I see that. Yeah. You, <laughs> I see that. I did like your intro. I loved what you said there about, you know, we can kind of flow with it or we can get resistance. Because to me, um, acceptance is an active process. It's not a one and done. You know, it's something that I work on every day because to accept is a verb so it's action i like that yeah so when i look at it that way it's kind of like i look at it with the forgiveness process it's like uh yeah we have to practice it all the time so acceptance is something that i practice and it's about being able to look at the situation even if i don't like it and somehow get myself to just it is what it is and then deal with my emotions and my feelings for myself because that's the only thing I can control. I can't control the other person or the situation. It's out of my hands. Lord knows I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Sakura? Well, I would say, if anything, these last few years have asked all of us to practice acceptance or get to know it real well, right? Yes. A lot of things out of our control. So I agree with you, Brenda, and it being a practice and it may not be easy, but it definitely makes our lives easier in the end. Um, I like to look at, at acceptance as acquiescing, right? Mm. Or also being in a state of allowance where you are receiving, because you're receiving, right? Being open to receiving, mm -hmm. but you're also being received, right? That's mm. that self-acceptance that comes in as well. What about for you, Rory? Yeah, I mean, I like that. I, th I think it's definitely a daily or minute-to-minute -minute practice. I mean, if you think about life, 
how often is life just flowing perfectly every minute and every day, right? It's like not all the time. And so being able to accept the current situation, regardless of what it is, and we can talk more about like where those boundaries are, <laughs> yeah. like mm-hmm. makes all the difference in the world, right? Because for the most part, we're going to want and desire lots of things in life. We might not, probably will not get all of them or most of them, mm-hmm. but can we still find a way to accept what is and find some peace and happiness with that? It relieves so much anxiety. It does. Yeah. And it, it does bring a sense of peace once we can get to that point, right? Yeah. It's exactly. getting there. It's challenging. <laughs> so, Rory, what was the catalyst for you where you started to accept yourself? Oh, um, I'm not sure I did that yet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I started to, no? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think like accepting life, accepting yourself is a daily practice as well, right? Mm-hmm. I think for me, it first started with just accepting the situation when my life kind of fell apart, right? When I was going through my divorce and had all my health issues and was had lots of worry and anxiety about the future. Mm-hmm. And in that process, you kind of have two choices. Like at some point, you can either resist it and yeah. worry about it, and it can be all-consuming. And I definitely had those moments, mm-hmm. which made it a lot worse. And then at some point I came to the place of just accepting and trusting the situation that, that everything was going to be fine. And that's definitely what got me through it. Mm-hmm. I think the self-acceptance piece might be even harder. You know, there's just a lot in terms of you and how you show up in the world and what you want and desire. And I am a very hard on myself. Like I have just, you know, very high expectations. And so it's, it's it's, it's been a real big lesson just to learn that no matter what I do, everything, it's, it's, it's enough, right? Yes. Like whatever I do, it's, it's enough. It's the best I can do and just to be okay with that. And so I struggle with that all the time. Like mm-hmm. I still, mm-hmm. you know, have to find some peace with that every day. Well, that self-acceptance goes hand in hand with knowing yourself, right? Exactly. So, I mean, I, I think it takes us a long time to actually get to know who we really are. We're told from birth who we are, what we do, and what we like. And then to really sit in yourself, that's also more challenging. But it takes those events, right, Rory? Like you were saying, divorce, hitting rock bottom, being sick. For me, that was the catalyst for accepting myself, you know, for surrendering. As as Eckhart Tolle actually says, acceptance is surrendering to the now. Mm -hmm. And that's what illness made me do. I had no choice. And then I got to sit in the illness, but also I got to sit with myself and know who I was and then start to accept myself. That would be a huge catalyst. Yeah. You know, and as I'm sitting here thinking about that, you know, I I started on that. I don't think I really accepted myself, right, because I was going with heavy codependency and really what everybody else told me I was supposed to be. Right go do this kind of job and do this kind of life and be this way. And I was morphing to everybody else. And I think, and ended up drinking <laughs> heavily through it, it was getting sober, mm. Is was like the first catalyst. I, for me, there was a couple of them that started my awakening, you know, my surrender. I love how you mentioned that word, Sakura, because surrendering is part of where I have to go even today, right? I still catch myself, you know, fighting and resisting and stuff. And it's at that moment of surrender that I can accept, oh, why am I fighting? But getting sober helped me to take a look at the choices and decisions that I had been making, 
helped me take a look at myself. That's when I started my real kind of soul searching, you know. And then again, like you, Rory, the divorce really took me to my knees. And it's like I had to accept what he wanted, which was the divorce, and even though I didn't want it. And then I had to look at myself. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there could be a couple catalysts too. And then, of course, illness or injury is another catalyst where we're, I think we're always drawn to look at ourselves. Don't you think? Don't you think it's kind of like that? It's like We're definitely always given the opportunity to look at ourselves for sure. It's whether or not we want to do that, right? Well, kicking and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, painfully so on the floor, you know, those bathroom floor moments, yeah. right? Of what have I done, you know, or why are they doing this to me when we can switch it? Like you said, switch change the perception, Rory, like you talked about, and go and wait a second, what can I be learning from this? Mm-hmm. How lessons. can Yeah, the lesson. How can I be in the now? How can I just look at this differently? It's like, okay, this is that we can learn something from this. Yeah. Yeah, wholeheartedly. I think every moment there's an opportunity to learn and grow. And instead of looking at it like a negative thing or something we don't like, I think if we can step back and be curious about why this is happening and what I can learn from it, then it changes your perception. And then it gives you choice. It also gives you power. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you don't like a certain situation, a lot of times you do have an opportunity to change it, and sometimes you don't, right? And so I think when you don't, then you just have to find the peace and try to enjoy that moment as much as you can, right? Your car breaks down on the side of the road. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna freak out about it? Or are you just gonna realize like, it will be fine? but it could have saved you from an accident five minutes later, see? Right. Well, you have the freak out for, allow the freak out. Yeah. Allow the the feelings. Feel the feelings, exactly. Allow that, but you're right. And then kind of going, okay. Yeah. You know, right that, that's what I do. It's kind of like, what does this prevent me from, you know, getting into, or because that's happened before, or what can I do with this now? And I think it's just life. And life happens on purpose. Well, and it happens all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Like if we freak out every time something happens that is an inconvenience, that's a very unrealistic expectation of life. I think that's a good, it's good information too. If we're freaking out so much, it's like, whoa, stop because anxiety. Right. Right. How many of us have anxiety? Mm -hmm. It's like, where does that come from? You know, the thoughts which cause those feelings. And it's like, oh, we can actually control that. We can actually change those neural pathways by being more present and being in more acceptance. Surrendering. Yeah, we can't always control the outside world. No. But we can hopefully choose how we show up. So why do you think that we struggle so much with acceptance? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Because I, there's a little righteousness in there. <laughs> um, you know, for me, it, it was wanting to be right, wanting to prove myself. And that I struggled with acceptance because I also struggled with feeling my feelings. I didn't know how. Right. No and one they were scary. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were so intense. You know, growing up like we all did and like in an intense environment, it's hard. And so I think we struggle with acceptance because we're trying to prove ourselves and we're also trying not to feel because right. accepting what is means what well, you said. I'm acquiescing. I'm surrendering. That is a loss of control. It feels like it. Right. Right. Feeling the feelings. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to exactly say is that it's the control. Yeah. Right. 
Like, I think if we feel like we can control the world, we can control our lives, and we can control what's happening internally, right? Mm-hmm. But we can't. And so that, that power is just learning how to, like you said, surrender to the moment and find the beauty in almost every moment. I understand there's some that that's not tr- that's not possible, but I think for the most part, like we can find the beauty in any moment if we just surrender to it and just. It's like gratitude, right? Bringing very, in that gratitude, like we talked about. Very much. Yeah. So does it mean we just accept any situation, regardless of the circumstances? Definitely not. Mm-mm. You know, I think if there's abuse, right, that can't that can't go on. No, I think it's having the boundaries. It's learning. So it's like when you know yourself, when you know your values, you know all the things, and when you start to know yourself, then you can stand up for yourself better. Mm-hmm. And then like that in abusive situations, like I've been in and you've been in, and and we can start to say, no, wait, I'm worth more than that. Right. Right? And so there's certain situations, like things outside of us too, that we can't control. So how can I best learn from this or be an acceptance of it that also doesn't compromise my values and who I am? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because if you're not in a position of accepting yourself, right, Mm -hmm. you're going to allow yourself to be in these situations that may not be so great for you, that don't serve you well. Yeah. Yeah, I think part of it is accepting the reality of the situation. Yeah. And coming to terms with it, which is hard sometimes when you're in the middle of it. Well, you don't want to see it, yeah. right? So I think when you accept it for what it is mm-hmm. and not what you want it to be, then you can make a different choice. Yeah, I'm bringing in that awareness first, right? I mean, we have to bring in that awareness, that reality check, and then kind of going, oh, and then we can be in acceptance of it after we throw a tantrum. <laughs> and knowing it's about <laughs> you first... Yeah. And then the other person, right? Yeah, and I think that's hard for people. Oh, yeah. It was hard for me, you. Especially now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? We want to control what everyone else is doing. It's so much easier to control what everyone else is doing. Exactly. If they just listen to us. Right? We know everything. Yeah, that works real well. <laughs> you let me know when you got that mastered. Yeah. Oh. All right, we're going to have to take a quick break. But don't forget, if you have a question about acceptance, you can message directly on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil and assisting others on their journey of healing and self-discovery. They will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but also to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering this resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil. 
Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial designed for your rugged skin. A deep cleansing clinical facial is like a one-two-three punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com I want to take a minute and invite you on over to the Love Shack. It's a little old place where we get to get together, explore fresh perspectives, eavesdrop on juicy conversations and uncover the mysteries that nobody talks about but absolutely influences our relationships. And we're Tom and Stacy Bartley. We are the hosts of Love Shack Live, which airs every Thursday at 1 p.m. PST, 11:50 KKNWAM. Yeah, come on over and join us. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Is your tween starting to experience a change in their skin? Want to get them on an easy at-home routine and have good skin hygiene? Allow Sakura Skin in Mind to help your tween out. This brief, deep cleansing and educational 35-minute facial is just enough to get your tween, ages 10 to 12 years old, started off in the right direction. Sakura Skin in Mind uses the latest in the clinical skincare industry to care for your tween the right way. Sakura Skin in Mind, treating skin out there with an ounce of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206-730-7429 or go to sakuraskinandmind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium spiritual coach and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. On today's show, we're discussing acceptance. If you have a question or need some advice, Message us on our Facebook page, Love from the Hip. All right. Well, we've got some messages for today. Eric, can you help us out? Absolutely. Carmen from Boulder writes in and says, I'm not happy with my boyfriend's behavior of wanting things his way. Are you saying I need to be in acceptance of this behavior? She doesn't really spell out what the behavior is. <laughs> I <right>? guess. <laughs> Leaving I, us in the dark yeah. there. <laughs> well, I'm going to assume it's not too bad. Right. Yes. But I have heard many experts say the key to having a healthy relationship is practicing acceptance for our partners. And one way to do this is to stop seeing things as right and wrong. So this will allow you to not be so judgmental of your partner's views and to not see it as a competition to your own. So instead, this will allow you to compromise with your boyfriend and recognize his behaviors may be equally as valid as yours. What would you guys say? I was going to say dump him, but... <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa. It's the holidays. Let's get real. Yeah. <laughs> A lot you wanna can go happen. F- you want to go first, Brenda? No, I like what you said. And I do think that there is some peace that comes in accepting the behavior. But what is the behavior, for one? Sure. Does it go against her values? Does it? Is, if it's bothering her, there's something about it. And what I would take a look at is is what is that behavior? Why is it bothering her? Mm. You know, what is the behavior? Why is it? And taking a look within herself, right? ourselves, right? We need to do that to be able to see, is it triggering a belief? Is it triggering a pattern? Does it remind her of someone? Yeah, because it's something unresolved. From something the last unresolved. Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely. So there's that piece of it too. So, but sometimes I think looking at the, that's where I go with it. 
um, to look at what can I learn from this ex- <laughs> a lesson, <laughs> a lesson. I know because that's where I go. Not everybody does, you know, but it's better than, oh, my God, he just irritates the heck out of me or and I'm getting all my, you know, peace and serenity is is bothered. Right. Right. And so there is certain behaviors that we can learn. I think to just kind of that is part of their personality or part of what they do. And so we got to find a way if they're squeezing the toothpaste, get your own toothpaste. Well, and especially <laughs> you know? if you want to be with this person. Right. right? I mean, if you don't, that's a whole nother story. Yeah. Like Rory says, dump it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Rory, what about you? Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a tricky one, of course, when you're in a long term relationship. Right. Of course, things are going to get on your nerves. But I agree that. I think the first thing is asking yourself, why is this bothering me so much? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot in there, right? Um, and then I think, you know, it just comes down to good communication too, right? Like yeah. telling yes. your partner, having a discussion about it. Why are you feeling this way? Like, you know, I think when they're looking at what uh, acceptance of his behavior, um, wanting things his way, it's like, is he always like that? Is he unwilling to change? Are you asking him about it? Are you talking about it? How are you showing up in the relationship? Are you voicing your opinion? I mean, is he just playing this part because of well, the Well, du- a lot of, of us women, you know, we, we think that men have ESP. Like oh, autism. yeah. No, I've never experienced that. We just assume that. that they know what <laughs> yeah. they're doing is irritating us. Well, yeah, the other thing, too, I like what you were saying, Rory, was the fact of, you know, what's going on? Is, is it a normal behavior? Has he always been like this, or is there something going on? Yeah, and, is he stressed out? Is he stressed out? Because I try to control <laughs> the situation, right? I do want things my way when I am struggling with something emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I notice that in my husband. It's like when he wants it his way, it's like, okay, that's a cue to me to go, okay, what's going on? Because something else in his life may be out of control. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So there's, there's a couple ways we could go with this. Yeah, I think it's just being curious and having good communication and, and just... Asking him. Curiosity is yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you want the relationship. <laughs> well, so we hope good. that helps you, Carmen. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go back to our messages. Eric? Benjamin from San Francisco says, how do you know when to accept a situation or when to stand up for change? Mm. I think this dovetails very nicely <laughs> after the last question, right? Mm-hmm. Because life is challenging, whether it's work or a relationship or family, whatever it is, we're always going to have these challenges. And that's a really hard question of when to know, when to walk away from something. Yeah. Yeah, I I also feel they become less of challenges and more of lessons when you start to understand that you're not a victim of your life. Yeah. Right? And you have more acceptance for yourself and where you're at in your life as well. Yeah, I like that because a lot of us do play victim. And so I think taking into consideration what is the situation, like, you know, we talked about a little bit ago. It's like if it's it's abusive, then, yeah, let's take a look at that. Sure. Okay, then, then we do need to stand up for ourselves and why am I in this situation? What do I believe about myself? Um, but I, and I don't think that situation needs to be accepted, no. but, but like a work situation or a, an, an outside relationship or a friendship or things like that, then that's where knowing ourselves is really important. 
and -hmm. knowing what we what what is if it's if it's bothering you know you Benjamin then take a look at what that is you know your values or or what is it that that you stand up for or feel that want that you want to change that makes sense yeah I mean I personally feel that if you are being treated in a way that you do not deserve you need to draw a hard line like that's one of the things where I just don't I don't have acceptance and I do not tolerate it. And I would, and I teach my daughter that actively, right? Like you do not let people treat you in a way that you do not deserve to be treated. Mm -hmm. That's a very clear line for me. After that, you know, (laughs) it gets trickier, right? Like, you know, you can talk about your job. You go to your job. You're unhappy with my job. Should I accept it? That's a complicated one, right? Like Mm -hmm. no job's perfect. Nothing in life is perfect. And so it's really, I think it's really about, as you said, knowing yourself, knowing yourself. What do you want? Mm-hmm. Is this good for you? Is it moving you in the right direction? Yes or no? Like having all those conversations. Like I said, I think it's when you're not being treated a certain way that there has to be a very hard line, and yeah, and, and you need to be very careful about that's not there's there should in my mind be no acceptance around that. Yeah, and the better that you accept yourself, those boundaries also get easier, right? Yeah, you know what you will put up with and what you won't. Yeah, because I spent a long time. You know, in relationships where I, I was being abused and I was a doormat. That's basically what I was doing, was yeah. allowing it to happen because I didn't feel like I was worth Worthy. anything. Yeah. yeah, been there too. Yeah, and even in a job situation, right? And there's a lot of people out there now that are like, I, I don't want to be abused. I don't want to work, you know, all these hours. I don't want to do these things. I want to do something different. And so standing up for change is if you're noticing that, then definitely take that's information. Take that right. and go, okay, what is it about me? Where do I want to go? What do I want to start doing? Self-reflection. Mm-hmm. What do I want to do when it's not an abusive situation? Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I like that. It makes me think of like self-respect. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need more of that. I, yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope that helps you, Benjamin. Well, let's go back to our messages, Eric. Alicia from Ontario says, with all the polarity during this time in the world, how do I accept other people's views, which I'm really opposed to? Mm. (laughs) Have any of you mastered that yet? (laughs) There's going to be so many books on this. They just need need to listen to me, that's all. (laughs) Well, I, I have heard that many psychologists say, Judgment comes most when we are in fight, flight, or freeze, right? Mm-hmm. When fear is there, it clouds our, clouds our minds and we cannot think well. So you're right, Alicia. We're seeing a great deal of polarity right now. Um, but just because you accept them doesn't mean you have to agree with them. You are just allowing them a space to share their feelings or views just as you would hope they would do for you. And that's the missing piece, right? is allowing yeah. that space, holding space for others. But there's very little of that right now. No. It is very polar it's on almost every subject. Yeah. yeah. Well, and acceptance doesn't, acceptance doesn't mean agreement. Right. I think this is the other piece that we can get lost in the they're not listening to my view, but then that goes back to the fight, flight, freeze. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm trying so hard to get you to, to come to my side, there's a fear there. And so recognizing that, But that really understanding that acceptance is not agreement. It's not liking. It's not supporting what they're saying. It's allowing what you just said, the space for 
that there can be opposing views, but what else can I see within this person? Is that back to the other one? Is this relationship worth fighting for? Is this relationship worth keeping? Is this, is this information there for me? Is it enough? Or do I need to walk away? You know, because that's okay too. Right. It's the boundaries. It's supporting yourself. It's like you, but it's, it's not being angry at or fighting the other person to hear your side or them fighting with you to hear, you know, when that gets in there, that's, that's the, um, the, the fear. It, it frees you from the suffering. Thank you. Right. Yeah, yeah. it does. Because all that does is cause suffering. I, I wrote down this quote that I had to share from American professor John Kabat-Zinn. Acceptance doesn't by any stretch of the imagination mean passive resignation. Very well said. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoy hearing other people's point of view, Mm -hmm. right? And I think all of us just need to find that place within ourselves where we don't need to convince everybody else of our beliefs and we're okay that somebody doesn't agree with us. I think, you know, the fine line is as long as it's not causing harm, right? Like, I'm happy to listen to somebody else's point of view. I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want to be told what to do. And I don't want to be told what to believe. Right. But I'd, I'd love to get into, like, a healthy debate. I actually think it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But right now, that's very hard. Well, it is hard. <laughs> and we can learn, too. And if we set that up, up front, if we say it up front, it's like, you know, I'm open to hearing your side. I don't want to argue or fight about it. You know, we can also preframe it. Right. You know, the conversation It's kind of like I have to tell my husband, don't fix it. I just need you to hear me. Right. It's like <laughs> that. It's like the like we talked earlier, the communication piece. The other part is curiosity, like we talked about a little bit ago. Bringing in that curiosity, it's like, oh, I wonder what, what that person, why they feel that way. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, then that's more opening versus closing down. Listen to me, listen to me, you know, or, or it doesn't it doesn't shut the door. We're just all so highly reactive right now, right? Yeah. And so the other piece to that is you don't have to accept it right away, Mm-mm. right? You can wait a little bit, feel the feelings, move through them. Absolutely. And then accept it later. Well, it's okay to not talk about it either. There's a lot of things that I don't talk about with Omit. a lot of people. <laughs> because yeah. you know that if you don't agree, if you're on opposing sides, it's probably not going to be the best conversation. You can decide which of those people you think are capable of having a good conversation and which ones might not. Right. And then you don't have to talk about a subject if you don't want to. You can just say, I'd prefer not to talk about that right now. Especially during Christmas. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) With that, we're going to take a quick break, but everyone stick around for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A 
S-U-T-T-E-R dot com. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip presents the Conscious Coaching Hour. I'm intuitive medium, spiritual coach, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love from the Hip. And I'm forgiveness coach, author, and your host, Brenda Reese. And I'm transformational coach, author, and your host, Roy Reich. Check us out on Sundays on 103.5 FM KBKW and on Cape Town Zone Radio 88.5 FM. All right. Well, let's go back to our messages for today, Eric. Yeah. Noah from Sioux Falls says, do you have any suggestions on how I can stay true to my own beliefs when I'm surrounded by family who don't share the same beliefs? Mm-hmm. Timely. Switch well, remember, <laughs> dump, dump Run. boyfriends, switch yeah. families. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what's Great going advice, on, Rory? Yeah, no, like Grinch uh, advice. Uh, I'm bringing it today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say, remember, you chose them for a reason. Oh, you choose your family, right? I just go mm-hmm. right to the spiritual side of it. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Well, I've always felt like the black sheep, and now I'm more like the rebel with the cause. I like the rebel with the cause. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I don't think you have to engage, right? It's a choice. I mean, you accept who these people are, accept what their beliefs are. You don't have to engage in conversations that you know are going to be futile. Again, it also goes back to just making sure that they are not talking to you or treating you in a way that is not okay, right? Like if they don't agree with you, that's fine as long as they're not like, bringing all that anger and aggression and energy at you because you show up in a different way. Well, that agree to disagree. And again, that takes some communication. And in some families, that isn't happening. And as I just had, I was having a conversation the other day with a client and I told her, I said, you know, we have a choice. Like, yes, we've chose our families, but we also can choose a different family, right? To be around. We don't have to, if it's, if it's bad, if it's abusive, yeah. if like that, you don't have to go there. A lot of people feel like they have to, to go to the families, like fam, you know, family, you know, it's, it, what is this? Blood is thicker than water kind mm-hmm. of thing. 
However, if it's an abusive, if it really goes against mm-hmm. what you feel and believe, there's some boundaries that you can set up and continue to be the rebel with the cause or the <laughs> black sheep. Because it's like an, if you have a hard time with that, then take a look at that too. Why is it that I want their approval? Why is it that I want to be there with them and take this abuse if, if that's the case? The other part is having the communication around it and saying, hey, we don't agree on stuff. Can we just be together? Right. And and not talk about whatever it is that they're disagreeing with. Or sometimes it it does take the conversation. Right. I mean, it's OK, like you said, to have a, de- a yeah. friendly debate. One hundred percent. Right. But I think our family also acts out of fear. Right. They're more protective of us. So they they will say their judgment. They will give you judgment based out of fear for you and your safety. And we all play our roles. Right when we get together with family. Mm-hmm. And so it's just noticing that. If it continues to happen every single time, why are why taking a look at that? Yeah, why know? are you putting yourself in that situation? Right. Yeah. And right. can you be in a situation where you are okay not commenting and talking about a subject? Well, yeah, because I've been in family situations like that. I have an aunt that was very opinionated, and it, it was all her way, and it was like, okay, that's just how she is. I'm not going to really engage with her. I'm going to engage with other people. And and that way I could be in acceptance of Mm -hmm. her. And I just walked away. It's like, I'm not going to talk about it, is what I'd say to her. And I turned and walked away. And so when you do that, it diffuses a situation, you know, too. So, I mean, there's some options here of having that friendly debate. If you can have the friendly debate, not going, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? If it's abusive or just just having communication, it's like, I'm not going to engage. I really want this to be a good, loving time. Right. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to that whole thing. Acceptance. You are accepting those people for who they are. You are not trying to change them. And what you can control is is your response. Yes, exactly. Right? That's it. It's a tough one. Well, it is because sometimes it's irritating. (laughs) (laughs) In all honesty. Isn't that the definition of family? (laughs) Oh. Mm. I think it's just the dark and coldness outside. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. All right. It's time for Sakura's Spiritual Sense. Yay. All right, it's time to ask for more spiritual guidance on acceptance. And today I will draw a card from Colette Baron Reed's The Enchanted Map Oracle Cards deck. And the card I drew is Talisman. Colette writes Wisdom allows you to recognize traps on the road and familiar patterns that you want to avoid. It also enables you to quickly gather information about where you are. On your journey. It helps you to recognize your allies and know how to find the best routes along the way. Now you're at a place where you know the right things to do and the best choices to make. You really can't commit a mistake. You have all of the wisdom to arrive at the right decision and you have earned the right to your success. So I will also add on to that another message from Spirit that I'm getting is with acceptance comes allowance. Once you accept yourself and all that is, You align yourself with good fortune, success, and opportunity. With self-acceptance comes the lessons, right? That's what Mm -hmm. we've been talking about, of learning, actually, to get out of your own way. This card, the talisman, serves as a gentle reminder to continue to stay out of your own way, using all of the wisdom that you carry 
And most importantly, to remember you were born worthy, which I think is one of the hardest lessons. Yeah. I think as we mentioned, that part of acceptance is probably the the hardest and the most valuable is self-acceptance. Yeah, it is. It's so worth it. (laughs) Well, it is worth it. And it's something that, that I think that the more that we do, the more that we'll get that peace that we really want to mm-hmm. feel, right? With and others, people too. If we understand we're worthy, then we can see the worthiness in them too. Absolutely. And help to bring it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Brenda brings it back around. I have this like image of you driving this big <laughs> school bus. I know. Like, I love that, Eric. <laughs> So, you know, it's normal to wish that others were different, just like it's normal to wish we were ourselves were different, like smarter, thinner, richer, more successful. You guys have any of that? Oh, no, no, no never. Of course not. OK, just mm-hmm. me. The problem arises when we feel we are right about something and try to make the other person see our correctness about the topic. This can lead to anger and then fault finding. Both parties are on the defensive and nothing gets solved. Neither one is heard or understood, which is probably what the intention was in the first place. Hmm. So keep in mind that accepting people does not mean agreeing with them, approving of them, waiving your own rights, or downplaying how how their behavior has affected you. In fact, having boundaries to protect and support yourself is appropriate, like we've been talking about. You have a choice to let that person or persons just be who they are, which may mean you walk away if having a relationship with them would be counter to your well-being. Can it be sad? Yes. Make you angry? Absolutely. Yet you are accepting them for being them, and you are accepting you. And at a deeper level, this can bring you peace within yourself, which is really where acceptance starts, being able to accept ourselves. When we have self-acceptance, it means we know our values, it helps us create boundaries, And we know what we will and will not tolerate from ourselves and others. So here's an exercise you may want to try. Pick a person that you're having a challenge with accepting. Write out 10 things that you do not like about them. Keep it only to 10, though. Don't get carried away. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. I know. Now take a breath. And then with the energy of curiosity, like we've been talking about, I would like you to see where any of the things you wrote down about the other person You actually do or have yourself. An example is if the other person is a bully, where are you bullying someone in all truth, right? Being honest with yourself or actually maybe bullying yourself. What about that self-talk of yours? Isn't that being a bully? Ouch, right? This exercise takes courage, yet it creates awareness, which is the precursor to acceptance. And when we are in acceptance, we feel empowered, free, and a deep sense of peace. That's great. Yeah, I've, I've never yes. done the writing 10 down, but I definitely am always asking myself that question. I was writing number nine of glory. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Ten She's Rory. got a huge list. <laughs> Here's Rory's Reflections. Acceptance is a conscious choice to drop all forms of resistance to whatever comes forward in the present moment and to choose to make the most of it. It's not about liking or approving of everything and everyone. It's about letting life flow and unfold without getting in the way. With spiritual acceptance, you embrace the bigger picture, understanding that this life situation is just a piece of the puzzle or just a piece of the journey you're on. Spiritual acceptance understands that everything is happening according to divine timing. You might not always agree with it or understand why it's happening, but accepting this 
allows you to let go of control and to look for the opportunity to learn and grow in every situation. Now that I do let go of that control. Mm. I think that's another hard lesson for me. <laughs> that's a good topic. That is. Show. Ooh, Future show. It is. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We want to thank Eric, our amazing producer, KKNW, KBKW, The Talk of Grace Harbor, Cape Town Zone Radio, and you, the listener. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share our podcast, The Conscious Coaching Hour, which you can find under Love from the Hip. That's H-Y-P. Anywhere you can find podcasts. And what are we talking about on our next show? On our next show, we'll be discussing becoming our best self. As we enter into the new year, it's a perfect time to discuss what this means, why it's so important, and some of the actions we can take to evolve ourselves and our lives. Mm, I like that. Love the show? Have a question you would like us to answer on the air? Follow us, like us, and message us on Instagram or Facebook at Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. You can find me at roryreich.com. And you can find me at brindareesecoaching.com. Tune in every month on Wednesdays from 2 to 3 p.m. on AM 1150 KKNW and Sundays on 103.5 FM KBKW and on Cape Town's 88.5 FM for more of the Conscious Coaching Hour. Where we help you awaken your intuition and inner coach. So you can live your best life. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. URASkinandmind.com. The veil is a line between physical and non physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil and assisting others on their journey of healing and self-discovery. They will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but also to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering this resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil.